Spiders are a creature that most people have grown up afraid of in some way. Millions of people spray their homes every year in order to prevent bugs, like spiders, from entering their home. Most spiders you see in your home are not poisonous, and the ones that are, are very treatable. But having a spider or other insect lay eggs in your body and watching those eggs grow so big they burst and you're covered is a whole different kind of fear. Today, we are talking about the horrifying story of the spider bite. I know you shouldn't pop your zits, but maybe we should be keeping a better eye on them because you never know if it's some acne or a spider that's decided your skin is the perfect place for their offspring. Hey guys, and welcome to my podcast. I'm your host, Lulu, and I'm very excited about today's episode. As you heard, this is the episode about the spider bite. Our Sunday uploads are about to get really heavy, and I figured doing something like this on Friday would be the best. This is because this is a story that I used to be told as a kid. Um, You know, there's some evidence proving that it couldn't really happen or anything like that but it is still a story that's shared and still one that is feared by a lot of people. So I wanted to lighten it up a little bit today, right before we get really dark on the next couple episodes of The Ken and Barbie Killer. And I hope that you like this story as much as I like to tell it, because you guys, I was one of those people that spread this story. I actually really don't like bugs. Um, They do freak me out a lot. And that's one reason that I liked to spread this story, um, because it did freak me out when I was a kid, like a lot. And I liked to use this story as like a way to freak others out as much as bugs freaked me out. I know, kind of a weird thing, if you think about it, that I hated bugs and spiders and stuff, but I loved to share stories about them. Even though bugs and stuff freak me out, I like to watch videos about them still, and yeah, I don't really know. It's kind of a weird situation, but this is one of my favorite stories to talk about. Before we jump into the story that I personally know, I wanted to talk a little bit about the history of where this story came from. The first stories like this would begin in Europe in about the 1970s. Now, when these stories would first begin, they were not only about spiders. They were actually mostly about animals in general who would lay eggs or babies in the human body. When these stories started to spread around, they would begin to be known as the bosom serpent stories. This term still holds strong with these stories, but is actually now used as a little bit of a broader term now. Not only is this term used for when a bug or an animal leaves its offspring in or on the human body, it is also used now when something enters the human body. These sometimes have to be removed 
surgically sometimes they come out on their own sometimes they burst from the skin and this isn't just physical things it is used when people are possessed it's used for you know like bot flies anything that should not be in the human body and is that is when this term would be used now there is a couple of versions of this story as there are with a lot of stories like this the first and more well-known story goes like this a woman from a very very cold area had decided that she wanted to take a vacation to a very warm area the stories do change here and there from where she decided to vacation but it always stands that she was from a cold area and went to a warm area there is a little bit of a split in the story here depending on where you're from and what version you have heard the first version goes that she left this cold area to a hot area on a vacation and one night she would return to her hotel this is when she would clean her skin really really well and turn the lights off for the night while she was sleeping in the hotel's bed a spider would crawl across her sheets and onto her face deciding that it was going to take a break on her left cheek and it would actually sit there for a while then it would just decide to crawl away and up onto a wall and disappear the woman slept very peacefully that night that spider didn't wake her up if the spider had bitten her it still didn't wake her up the tickle of its feet were almost undetectable and she would have never even guessed there was a spider on her cheek that night. The other story that's known is that she is from, you know, a cold area, goes to a hot area to vacation, and she decided that she wanted to sunbathe on this vacation. She got dressed in her bikini, laid down onto a beach to soak the sun and the warmth up, and just like the last one, while she laid there, a spider decided to crawl up her and stop once again on her left cheek and take a break. The feet undetectable, the bite feeling so tiny she probably just ignored it, and it crawled off and she never even realized a spider was on her face in the first place. Whichever story you have heard, this woman ended up waking up from her nap or getting up from sunbathing with a red mark on her cheek. Not knowing where it came from, she watched it for a minute and then decided to call her mother. She would show her mother her cheek and her mother would respond with, mm, it looks like a spider bite. It'll go away. Just don't scratch it. So she believed her. She went on with her vacation, didn't pay attention to this bite on her cheek until she checked back in with it the next day. This is when she got nervous, scared, and she would respond with calling her mother or she was home at this point. It does depend on what story you have heard. 
Either way, she would talk to her and she would just scream. It's getting bigger and it's sore. Her mother would once again shrug at her and go, that happens sometimes. It's coming to a head. Give it a couple more days. So this girl tried her hardest to ignore this huge sore bump on her cheek. Within a couple more days, it was so sore. She finally went back to her mother and was like, dude, it is a huge boil now and it hurts so bad. Look at it now. It hurts and it's ugly. The mother finally sighed and said, okay, well, let's go to the doctor. Let's get it looked at. They'll decide what it is. Maybe it's an infected spider bite. And if you think about it, that would make sense as to why it was getting so big and so sore. Here's where there is a little split again in whichever story you have heard. The first one goes that the mother called the doctor and he responded that he was full for the day, but he could get her in tomorrow. So they set an appointment up for tomorrow and they waited. The young woman was stressed about this doctor's appointment and this huge boil on her cheek that hurt so bad. She decided the night before this appointment, she was going to take a hot bath and help calm herself down. And maybe the steam and the heat might help the boil on her cheek not hurt as bad. During this bath, though, the boil exploded everywhere. But instead of pus or blood leaving this boil, a swarm of baby spiders crawled out of the hole in her cheek and fell into the bathtub and all over her face and hair. In the other version, the mother called the doctor and the doctor actually had a cancellation that day and could see her. They ran to this office, you know, the mother's still not really believing it's anything. The girl just miserable with this painful boil on her cheek. And the doctor looked at it and decided that it was indeed a boil. And he didn't know really how she got it from a bite or anything like that. But he wanted to lance this boil and drain it in hopes that it would go away. He would walk off and retrieve a scalpel. And this is when he would make the smallest incision in the boil to drain it. But like last time, instead of pus or blood, thousands of baby spiders came exploding out of this hole. It freaked the doctor out. Obviously, he dropped the scalpel and this poor young woman got so scared and freaked out. It is said that she was driven insane from shock. Now, those are the two most popular versions. Yes, it, I say two, but really it's, you know, parts. So I know some people who have heard, you know, all of these parts mixed together in different ways, but this is not actually the version that I knew and I told people. So when I was a kid, I was actually told a similar story from my brother I can't remember all of the details, but I remember it scared me so, so, so bad. And I was also told by my same brother that worms could burrow into your skin. And so not only did I now think spiders could lay eggs in my body, but I thought if I held a worm for too long, it was going to burrow into my hand and I was never going to be able to get it out. Terrifying for a little, you know, six-year-old to imagine. 
but I would actually sit down and read a book one day that had the exact story that my brother told me in it, which he probably got the story from the book, let's be honest. But this story was that it was a little girl about my age at the time. She was about nine, and when I read the book, I think I was about nine or ten, and this little girl was at home and a spider had gotten into her room and she had tried to kill the spider and she had lost it. Her mother thinking that she was, you know, throwing a fit just to throw a fit, told her that she could still sleep in the room and that it was just a spider. So this little 10 year old girl decides to take a nap in her room and the spider crawls on her cheek just like the other stories and lays the eggs in her cheek. When she gets up, she didn't even have a red boil at that point. It was just a red spot in her cheek. She goes and looks at her cheek and shows her mom, and her mom thinks that she had maybe slept on something, and that it was not a problem and to watch it. But within that day at school, this red spot raised to a bump. When she got home, her mom said, same thing as the other moms did in the other stories, oh, it's just a spider bite, it'll go away, and it grew over a week in the story that I read, until it was a boil, and the mother did make an appointment for this young girl, and the doctor couldn't see it at the time, and this poor nine-year-old had a this boil explode with little spiders and they just fell in the bath and they covered her body in her hair just like the other stories now the other thing that freaked me out about reading this story was the fact that this book had pictures in it it had drawings in it and these drawings weren't just like little cute cartoons no they were like creepy drawings and i can still envision the drawing and what it looked like of this little nine-year-old in a little bathtub and obviously you couldn't see anything because it was a drawing so there was like bubbles and stuff at the top with just spiders coming out of her cheek it was terrifying but as you can see it has a lot of similarities and it's very much the same version just a little tiny bit different than the other versions because this is a popular story Obviously, this gave me nightmares for years, and I still can't sleep in a room when I see a spider in it, unless the spider's dead. Like, I can't. Nope. And even now, when I, like, pick worms up to move them in my yard into, like, my gardens and stuff, I still, like, can't take my eyes off them because they freak me out because of just these stories that I was told as a kid. And I know that it sounds dumb, but like I said earlier, I was a kid when I first was told that story. And it is possible for it to happen. However, it is very highly unlikely. Unless you are literally sleeping on the floor somewhere, a spider does not just get into your bed very often. I read a lot of places that it's usually less than two times a year. Most of the time, the only time a spider will get into your bed is if it is on the floor if you let blankets or sheets hang to the floor, or if your bed is pushed up against a wall. This is because a spider is not just going to jump into your bed or go super crazy weird ways to get onto your bed. It's only really going to get into your bed unless it's easy. On top of that fact, if a spider is in your bed, 
it is very, very rarely going to bite you. Normally, spiders only bite when they feel threatened. Yes, when you roll over, you can threaten the spider unintentionally when you go to crush it. But most of the time, they will run away before they bite you because your body is rolling over the top of them. The fangs of a spider are underneath them, which means they can only bite you if they're on you, not if you're above them rolling over onto them, if that makes any sense. On top of that, laying an egg sac under your skin is also very, very, very unlikely. Might be possible, but highly unlikely. Most actual spider bites that people receive, they only get because they put on an item of clothing that a spider is currently nesting in, or they stick their hand or some other body part somewhere dumb where a spider's nest is. This will result in fear in the spider that somebody's going to hurt it or its home, and it will react and bite you. Most of the bumps and bites that people see in the morning are actually very different from spider bites. Now, I'll be honest, I didn't know any of this either. I do wake up with a red bump and I go, oh, must be a spider bite, gross, there must be spiders in our room. So I didn't really know how rare that actually is. Most of those bumps and bites that you see in the morning are other bugs, like fleas, bed bugs, lice, different kinds of flies, kissing bugs, mites, and tick. It can also be none of those things and just be a skin bacteria that actually causes red inflamed bumps. Now I knew that there was other bugs that could bite you in your sleep and I don't know why I never thought of them, but I think I'm going to keep pretending like they're spiders because I think it'll make me feel better that a spider bit me and not bed bugs or lice. You know what I mean? Now, like I said, it is very, very, very highly unlikely that a spider is going to lay eggs in your body. Now, spiders do lay their eggs in things like plants, trees, you know, holes, but the human body is not a place where spiders are going to decide to lay eggs because they do not think that it's a good place to lay eggs or their offsprings. They also can't just bite you and lay their eggs in you. It would have to be in a wound that was previously inflicted on somebody. And if you think about it, if a spider's going to lay its eggs in a plant or a tree, it's going to lay it in an already hollowed out area, not an area where it has to make the hollowed out spot. So that makes a lot of sense. One of the only closest stories to an actual spider bite situation with bugs coming out of it and whatever would be when somebody claimed that they would get bit by a brown recluse spider. A brown recluse spider is a poisonous spider, and after this person got bit, the spiders would come back and eat the flesh off of the poisoned wound. 
according to this article, they also decided they wanted to lay their eggs in this wound so when the babies hatched, they could eat the flesh immediately. But in this article, it was not an actually cited case. Therefore, this does just look to be another story to freak you out. On top of that, brown recluse spiders hate humans and try to avoid them as much as possible. They're not just going to go back and eat a wound just because. Just like with a lot of stories, there are cases of people claiming that this has happened to them or this has happened to somebody that they know, but none of these have any evidence to back up the claims and therefore look to be just stories. I did want to mention some other variations of this story just because one of these was that a family member's jaw got super, super sore and swollen one day and they would go into the dentist to get it looked at. The dentist would poke around the inflamed area and would poke at the gums and this is when on the inside of somebody's mouth an explosion of baby spiders would happen. They tracked this down to some gum that this person had chewed that had been contaminated with spider eggs. Another story comes from an Australian tourist. They would actually talk to a local doctor and this doctor would inform them that he had had a spider burrow itself under his skin. This was not laying spider eggs under his skin, but the actual spider bit his skin and crawled inside of it. This story though does seem like one that was lost in translation and was probably not at all what this local doctor was trying to tell this tourist. Where I'm from, this story is so popular and everybody has heard it. And I'm really curious as to if you guys have heard it or what the versions that you have heard are as well. When I was younger, I was convinced that the story with this creepy drawing in it was based off of a real story and that this had actually happened to somebody. But could you blame me? I was a young child, young gullible child. Do you think this could actually happen and that it just hasn't happened yet because the chances are so low. I don't know, maybe when we wake up we should start checking our faces every day for new zits or another bug bite because imagine the horror you would feel if you left a boil on your face to get bigger and bigger and bigger until it popped itself and you had thousands of tiny spiders crawling all over your face because I could not imagine that. This podcast may contain false or misleading information. If you are interested in knowing more about any stories shared on this podcast, I highly recommend doing your own research. 
All listeners are advised that these are stories and folktales. The information shared must be taken carefully and skeptically, because you never know what could be real and what's just a story. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you next time.